Friday, baby. We're back in action. Daybed discussions, part two. Round two. Round two. Very happy to be here with you again today. Amen. Same to you, boss. On the daybed. Always feel good being in this baby pink paradise that we have created here. I know. It was a, it was a team effort. It was. And it's comfortable and perfect for what we did not know would be the podcast lounge. I know. When we created this space, we didn't know what we really made it for. And look at it now. A productive and intimate place for lively and informative discussion. Which is what we do best. Absolutely. We practice daily on the informative discussions. Amen. Oh, amen. Beautiful. So in this lovely afternoon, what's on your mind? Great question. Thank you. A lot. Look, when is there not a lot on my mind? I really want to dive into doing the work. Doing the work. The work? The work. Broad phrase. Sure. But that's what we like about it because... Mm. You can do the work any way you like, whatever suits you. What works for you. Tailored to you. Yeah, absolutely. You're a creator of your life. So I want to hop into doing the work, something that I've obviously been passionate about in my psychology degree, something that I've probably been interested in ever since I was a teenager on how to better than oneself, how to... Um, figure out what's going in the psyche, the thoughts, cognitions, behaviours and how we relate to people. Mm-hmm. Always been uh, interested in that, right? So now that we've got so much information to our fingertips now with technology and now that mental health, mental well-being, the stigma is slowly coming off, but also, more importantly, the awareness mm-hmm. right now. Self-care is so big right now. So big. I feel like it kind of blossomed in 2018, and I was questioning, what is self-care? I didn't know what it was, because I think I was doing it mm. in my own way without it. And it looks label. different for everyone. And now the conversation of self-care, yeah, it's opened up, and it does look different for everyone, and that's its beauty, individualization of what you need and how to take care of you. Mm. I mean, this is my bag. This is where I thrive. So I want to get into it just a little bit of what is doing the work. P and I have spoken so much about it this year, and I think doing the work for me means taking care of my own needs, looking at where needs improvement and also nourishing myself from within Mm -hmm. and nourishing myself with kindness and compassion because I have critical mind and also taking time out for me so I can be the best version of me, kind of the most peaceful, the most mindful and filling my own cup up with love and meeting my own needs to then be someone who can be of service to other people and this year I've learned so much about it I've really explored it um it's been great but what do you what does it mean to you though Pete before we get into it that was a great overview don't know how I can top that because that was very 
Messi, Messi, JK. Messi, JK. I believe I've been doing variations personally of work mm. on myself for years. And this year I've kind of found it. Yeah. What actually works. What yeah. work works. Yeah. Um, because I've had this time on my own, moving into a new space, starting a new job, and being single and just figuring it out mm. slowly but surely. And it's similar. It's doing what works for me, nourishes me, to be a better person, to help serve myself and others. Yes. Yeah. Like, I just want to be the best version of myself. So everyone around me can also be the best version of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I'm able to you help know? more. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it comes in different forms, different waves from time to time, but it's all just knowing, tuning in. It's tuning in with yourself mm. through different types of practices. Yoga is like a big one for me that I like to use to – touch touch base yeah so that helps me figure out where I'm going where I've been yeah what I need to do that's why it's quite prevalent yoga is really good because you're doing the physical movement of the Mm. body and emotion is energy it needs to move out of you otherwise it gets repressed and stuck yeah and that's how we can struggle with um wounds that become um, within us for a long time mm. and we're unable to heal them. So yoga is so good because you're moving, you're moving your physical body, you're doing breath work, which helps to regulate the amygdala in the brain, which is the emotional regulation part of the brain. Um, and breath work is great for regulating just how you feel physically mm. and then that beautifully flows into your mental and also your emotional well-being. So yoga is like a... Same. Big fan. Does a lot for one session. Mm-hmm. You can do so much for yourself. It's quite remarkable, actually. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any what other... What have you been doing recently that has been the work that works? Yeah, I definitely realised last year when I was living uh, in Brunswick, Yoga was, I had a big, like, awareness. Yoga, practice in the morning, and my meditation made me feel the best. And I still believe that that's just when I feel my best, that's when I work the most efficiently, I have the most focus, ability to concentrate, I'm in the present moment, and I'm not in daydreaming mode. I just feel connected and really good. So that's probably been two practices meditation for me is just like the relief that I personally need in order to feel peaceful to stop thinking stop overanalyzing and stop winding myself up into hypothetical fantasies yeah where I'm either playing the victim like something negative's happening and I'm the victim or I'm a perpetrator of something like I'm doing something nasty and it's like, oh, I never want to do that. It's like, well, baby, you don't have to. Why are you thinking that? It's just our brains can sometimes run away with it, um, ideas like that. So being um, meditative, oh, I love it. Like yeah. I cannot recommend it enough. 
thing with meditation is you get into the parasympathetic nervous system and that is the space where the most healing happens. Mm -hmm. Well, if all healing happens, right? That means you're not totally um, engaged. You don't have the adrenaline pumping through your body. You're on the softer side and that's where your body can heal. So when you're meditating, you're able to heal your body. It's amazing. And I feel like when I meditate, I heal my mind by no thoughts. And then I also heal my body by being so relaxed and allowing the tension to like ooze out. So that's been really true daily practices that keep me on task, no matter if I'm having like a good time or a shit time. Like the two practices that I love, love, love. And then, you know, to be honest, it's like other practices come and go when I need them. Mm. So if they're the two that keep me accountable and keep me good, then the other ones are like I get to pick and choose. And I think that's what doing the work should be. It should be like, okay, I'm going to need this tool. And one of my tools is journaling, getting all the thoughts and worries and everything out into a book. Um, I think is just so helpful. It's like you get to be your own therapist. It's free. It's accessible right there. You can type it. You can handwrite it. You can make it um, – super cathartic and just say whatever you want for put a timer on and write whatever you want for 10 minutes I find it very good to like dump thoughts onto Mm. a page yeah absolutely therapeutic I know when I do it in times of just stress or anguish put it all down and then you suddenly think my goodness why was I worrying about that yeah oh my goodness when you read back Sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Just I like I don't often read back on what I write because I'm like, that was then. Yeah. This is now. I feel the relief of it. I don't want to go back to mm-hmm. it. When I have looked back after what I've read, I feel it the same as like when your girlfriend is confining in you and she's saying something, you're like, babe, that is not the case at all. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it reads back to me. I'm like, whoa, honey, you don't have to be doing that at all. Like, don't worry about that. It's okay. I feel like I become my own parent to the child and myself, and I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's okay that you got upset, but all in all, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite tools that I always keep in my back pocket. Do you have any others that you like to have that you access? I think the ability to just tune out one of a few things. The ability to tune out and disconnect when you're saying meditation, you do this meditation. The ability to disconnect from thoughts and scenarios you make up Mm. and then grounding yourself back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, sure, you can daydream and imagine things, but being able to say to yourself, you know what, this isn't actually, you've created this Mm. in your mind, Mm. leave it in your mind, have a bit of fun, but at the end of the day, focus on the now. Yeah. Because this is all you've got. Amen. And that helps keep me grounded. Eckhart Toil Toil Toil? Eckhart Toll. Eckhart, yeah. Eckhart Toll. Power of the Now book. Yeah. Revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. And another one I found was letting go of guilt. Mm. Guilt is the heaviest emotion that you can hold on to, like it physically weighs you down. Yeah. And when you let go of guilt, whether it's from scenarios of your past or whether it's going somewhere or doing something, when you can just let that 
be, mm. you feel so much better. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Guilt is the he- one of the heaviest. Shame. Shame. They are just, they stop you from progressing. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're just stuck there. You just feel guilty all the time and you cannot better yourself. You're replaying. Yeah. The same emotion that was a reaction, but you're stuck in there because you're holding that same emotion. Yeah. And it's just learning affirmations, finding not distractions, but somewhere else to channel your energy. Mm. Whether it's reading or watching a show or seeing friends, you can learn to let go of that. Yeah. Two things I want to pick up on that. That was great. Thank you for bringing up the emotions and the heaviness. One way I've learnt um, and that people would be aware of is how to let go of those heavier emotions, Mm. guilt, shame, um, feeling remorse, those kind of like heavier feelings is through practice of forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiving the person, if you're able to, not everyone can forgive, that's okay. I'm not going to pressure anyone into that. But forgiving someone for what they did, they were doing the best that they could do, and you forgive them. And then on the other side, forgiving yourself. You did the best that you could do. You were only able to do what you could do at that Mm -hmm. moment. Forgive yourself. Give yourself the release and free yourself from the situation. It's okay that it happened. You can part ways from it now. Take what you need and leave what you don't. Mm. And forgiveness for me has been so instrumental in so many healing instances when I've needed it because sometimes I can feel like that righteousness of you did this and it's your fault. It's like, hey, 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 hey. I'm also saying that to myself when I say that to someone Mm. else. You did this. It's your fault. Hey, hey, hey. It's okay, you need to forgive and let go. And that that method has healed so many situations that were probably not even big, but they just felt emotional mm. at the time. Second part I want to talk top on, sorry, talk on that emotional release or like it's kind of like when you're so drained that you just go to something that really soothes your soul when you've been really emotionally drained, such as watching TV and just how that is also a version of doing the work because you're soothing yourself um, because you're just so drained and you need to, like, relax and just think about nothing um, in order to do whatever you need to do next. So I really agree with that. TV shows, gardening, listening to music, going for a walk, yeah. just even having a nap, um, having a cup of tea on the couch, yeah. just soft, gentle, nourishing little moments that soothe you and that are totally cool to do because your number one priority is you. Is you. And I think that's why like we like to say doing the work is so like broad because it can literally range from little ceremonial moments of making a cup of tea to going to your therapist and maybe going to get a mental health care plan or going to see a practitioner about a particular problem. Yeah. All is fair. All is up to you. And we're all in support of anyone who's doing any of those things. 
we see you, we love you, and we appreciate you for it. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep doing the work. The work yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah, that's a big You don't wake up one day and you say, everything is cured mm. and my life is going to be fantastic from now on. Yeah. It's creating practices that stick with you for life, that keep you in the moment, that keep you just doing your best. Yeah, absolutely. Your best for you and your best for those around you and all the things you want for yourself. Yep. Couldn't agree more. And it's an ever-going progress. No one becomes self-actualized. We keep doing it. We keep, um, you know, tailoring it as we go along. Sometimes you need more. Sometimes you need less. And that's the beauty of it. And I think just having awareness of it is, like, the biggest key, having awareness of, like, what to access and that it's there and that you're just taking care of you and that's okay and don't feel like you're selfish. You're not. Mm. If you take care of you, you'll feel better and your happiness and you'll be thriving. Can you stop doing that? Yep. Okay, it's moving now. Okay, we're back. We had to feed Quinn the cat. Quinn the cat. Quinn a poor little darling. He's hungry. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <sighs> Keep hydrated. That's also another way to do the work is drink two litres of water. A day. And then you'll be so busy peeing that you won't have time to worry about your problems. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So that's <laughs> our introduction to the work. I know you have another way of doing the work that you want to share with us all. Doing the work? Yeah, just doing the work, just doing things that are for you. And that help keep you grounded and aligned. And what's that, Pete? Astrology. Astrology! I honestly was thinking about everything, every way I do the work. It's just a lot. I do a lot of... I'm very high And I'm like, keep on topic. Yeah, I was going to get there. Okay, yes. Astrology, big passion of mine. don't know why it took me so long to get fully into it. I think I was ashamed, but I'm not ashamed anymore. I'm fully on board. I don't care what anyone else is anymore. I'm into it and I'm into energy and it's real. Anyway. I'm so into energy. Yeah, really big into energy, big into vibes, good vibes, bad vibes. They all tell us something. They're all feedback. And so trust them because that's your intuition. She's letting you know who to trust and who to stay away from. It's no joke, baby. You will get played if you do not listen. And that's Mm. cool. It's all right. We all get rolled sometimes. That's where we learn. And that's, where, and that's a silver lining learning lesson. Alrighty, so right now we're in Leo season. It is pure fixed fire. So just a side note, I'm an astrology newbie and I love to learn and I love to hear Jazz's takes. I follow a lot of astrology Twitters because I want to know. Yeah, so, so deep into it. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm becoming invested, but I do not have the knowledge of you, Jazz. Not yet. We're yeah. coming close equal, though. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, yeah. I'm getting confident. You are. And you're getting, when I talk to you about, like, your little Virgo moon. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. I read my love her verse chart the other night. Oh, my goodness. Was it bonding? Sort of. Yeah. Virgo son would not be really about that, but. She's like, mum. So, and it's my yeah, I rang my yeah and asked you what time my mum was born. Aww. My was couldn't remember, so yeah, just made it. She's, I think it was the morning. Yeah, that's better than no mm. time though. I'll take that over anything. Yeah. Um, 
for those wondering, a natal chart is a little ditty you can do to understand you more from an astrological level. No pressure, no pressure. I highly recommend it. Um, it's when you plug in your date of birth, obviously, the time you were born and the place you were born. And it is a little snapshot of what the stars and the planets were doing from the moment you were born. And it is kind of like a blueprint, I like to think of it. It kind of outlines little bits and bobs about yourself, your inner world, your outer world, through the planets, their placement and the houses. And they move along and little bits and bobs change because the astrology is always changing on a 24-hour cycle. But little things can give you insight even if you don't, you know, have to be so fully knowledgeable and into it. Sometimes it can help. I recommend it if you are interested to explore it and just have a look. You know, take what you need, leave what you don't. <laughs> anyway, so the astrology of the week, it's booming. I mean, we're still in Leo season, probably one of mine and P's favourite seasons. Oh, love and it. Also, love Leo. It's pretty big in the little astro world to be fun because... It's Leo is the sun. Yeah. It's ruled by the sun. It is super regal. It is the energy of the party. It has pride. It's a natural leader. It is entertaining, theatrical. It loves by making you laugh and by making you smile. Leos are super sensitive, so they have a big you know, personality and presence, but if you criticise them, they will be deeply hurt. Um, just FYI, if you've got a Leo in your family, you'll probably know that because they will sulk a little bit. Um, so we're in Leo season. It's kind of, we're coming to the middle of it now. So we've been into the groove for a while. Things are pretty joyous at the moment because we have the Venus-Jupiter-Sun trine, Jupiter has come back. She's bringing us wishes. She's bringing us prosperity. She's bringing us movement to our goals. Good luck, good fortune. So that's always nice. I'll take a dose of that any day. And then right now, today, 9th of August, 2019, we have the moon in Sagittarius. So it is a lot of fire. Sag is also a fire sign. Um, really bringing the spontaneity, being open-minded and joyful. So it's a lovely little energy it's reading right time. now yeah it is happy mercury is in mercury shade still trying to get direct shouldn't be too much longer hopefully middle of august then um and right now it's back in cancer so it's kind of like watery cancer is water watery kind of conversation but you know that's all right i would i mean it's up to people's personality but sometimes it's all right if the conversation's a bit wishy-washy then like full power, aggressive, direct. Mm. Sometimes we need direct, sometimes we need a bit of movement, like water moves. So that's cool, yo. Right now, we're sitting well, we're enjoying it. Hopefully the astro is working for you. If not, please go Sorry. to affirmation doing the work. Um, moving along, I really want to talk about music, a big passion of mine. That was like one breath from astrology straight into music. You're like, shit, I gave you the tea, now let's just absorb yeah. that. Well, do you want to talk about astrology? No, I think you know better and you've said it all. 
just here for a good time, Miss Leo sees it. Yeah, we're just here for a good time, party time. Yeah, I'm happy to have a wishy-washy water conversation as long as I can still enjoy the party. Oh, you will. I don't want to get it. Mercury's not even that much of a problem. Yeah. Because we've got so much fire going on. It's like boom, 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 spontaneity, let's go, let's... Don't think about it, let's just do it. Mm. It's action-based. That's us. We're out here just doing it. I'm sick of thinking. I want to (laughs) do... I'm sick of talking about it. I want to do it right now. Okay, back to music. Back to music. Wow. Did we wait so long... This year to get new music. It's been, it was a long I'm wait. still waiting, sorry. April, Monica's May, was dry. Comes out later this month, so. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm still waiting. That's gonna be, we'll have to do a whole podcast. <laughs> that would be great. We'll get Lana on the pod. Oh, my goodness. We'll, we'll take calls. <laughs> we'll take anything. I miss her. I'm really looking forward to her new music, though. Same. But what music we do have yeah. is. Well, we've got bits and bobs. We've had Gold Link, Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator's album is so good. Yeah, so good. I didn't like any of his past stuff, so. Yeah, he's evolved. Very he's evolved. He has been doing work. I love Gold Link's album. That was unreal mm-hmm. for me personally. Um, just recently got into BJ, the Chicago kid, like previous fan, got his new album. Really lovely R&B joints and that. So smooth. Oh, so smooth. That boy can harmonise and sing and put it together. So that's been really good. Um, Chris Brown, obviously. Drake released his old songs as well. Um, and they sound remastered. They sound a lot smoother than the other, um, like the original versions. So I think people are happy about that. Um, J. Cole did the joint album. And one of my favourite um, artists under J. Cole has to be Ari Lennox. Yeah. Queen. Yeah. We've had a bit of her on our joint playlist. So funky, so groovy, like, just... She gets you in the mood. Yeah, gets you in the soul. You feel empowered when you listen to her, and she's just got that great, smooth, honey voice, but, like, with awesome, you know, big beats. You Mm. know, it's not quiet. It's quite funky music. So my song of the week has to be her BMO. Music what video. What's stand for? Um, break me off. Mm. Break mm. me off a piece of that. Absolutely. She's so sexy. I love her. So that's my song. Gets me pumped up. It's good feel, good vibes. I mean, if we were in America and we were in the summertime and that was playing, I'd be in the pool. Like, yeah. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Sadly, it's hot girl. weird girl winter. <laughs> Brilliant. Leo season, we'll go winter, yeah. Amen. <laughs> that is me. But that's my pick. What about you, babe? <clears throat> um, so the other day, last Saturday I did nothing, which was a bit sad, but also good to just spend time on my own. I had to go pick my mum up from the train, I was in the car, and I was in her car, and it doesn't have Bluetooth, so people, it doesn't. And so I listened to the radio, the good old radio. Radio. On a Saturday early evening, and this song played on Triple J, and it was one of the kids from Unearthed High. So he was 16. Wow. And he's a producer and rapper from Brizzy. Wow. Yeah. So young to be 
How you're already a rapper and a producer is amazing. He goes to professional music school. Oh, cool. He is cool. And his song's called Vibes. It's called Creed. Cool. And it's really good. I'm a big fan. Unreal. He is giving me vibes. I just think it's amazing that he's 16 and he's already creating content that's his name. He's you know, he's producing it, he owns it. And that it's good. Yeah. It's incredible. And it's getting plays, which is amazing. Yeah, on the radio. Good on him. I'm I'm a fan now. Support Australian music. Yeah, absolutely. Support Australian music. Support independent music artists. Absolutely. They bring the culture. Don't be a Triple J snob, though. No. (laughs) That's, that's, yeah. Don't bring that energy around here. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm just waiting for Lana's album on August 30th, which is fine. It will be worth the wait. Oh, absolutely. Her songs from it already are so good. I wonder what the mood is going to be this album. You know, she often has a tone. Yeah. And a story in her song. So it'll be interesting to see where she takes it. Yeah, I'm really excited. It'll be kind of, it comes out all the city, so it'll be spring. When they start listening to it. So it'll be like, sad girl spring. Mmm. Sad girl spring. Coming to you August 30th. (laughs) Beautiful. So we've got... So we've hit music. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy about the music at the moment. I've got lots of it. Yeah. But um, also in our interests, we are multifaceted women and we need to bring the book club to you right now. Pete, what's your book of the week? My book of the week, which I'm not finished, that I've really only just Full started. Full disclosure. Not finished. Not finished. Kind of only just started it, but I'm very interested in the topic. It's just finding the time to hit such a political topic, and it's about abortions in Australia, and it's just surrounding the laws and short stories from women who have either had abortions or are working in the field and have extensive knowledge in abortions. And it's quite on topic because... Abortions just became decriminalized. decriminalized in New South Wales, which was long overdue. Yeah, it's now decriminalized in all states of Australia, which is fantastic, and it's quite a different scenario to what's happening in the US, where they're becoming criminalized at the same time that we are decriminalizing them. Yeah, and they might have to take them up in that community. They could, yeah. So it's great. It's really interesting. It's pretty hard hitting. I can't imagine having to be in that scenario. Yeah, lots of empathy to anyone and compassion to anyone who's had to do that. Yeah, big decisions. And even for people, there's just so many scenarios surrounding abortion and the laws also. Yeah. I'm interested in that. It's different read because I'm usually a novel kind of girl. Yeah. But now you're taking information reading, I find it. They have to do slow, whereas novels I read within the day. Yeah. Yeah. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> I'm a quick reader, okay? You have always been a quick reader. Well, I don't get to read that often because I would honestly not go to work if I was reading a book. Yeah, you told me that the other day. It really surprised me just how invested you get. Actually, there's this question on Hinge, mm. and it's like, what would I, my ideal fake sick day would be? Mm. I should answer that and just. Right, reading a book. Absolutely. 
getting lost in a book. I have really fun memories though of sitting in my bed in winter when it's so wild and woolly outside and just curled up with a book and just spending hours reading it and like just being on the edge of your seat like wanting mm. to know. There's just no other oh in that's an introvert's dream. Yeah. That to me is just heavenly and so comfy and I have really fun memories. You can just of that. get lost in that world. Yeah. And like it's weird you start thinking as them that's when you get a bit too deep. Yeah. That's when you get a bit too carried away. But um for anyone wondering what was the name of the book and the author? It is called Oh, she's off oh the day then. Sorry. She's going over to the side table. It's called Choice Words. Choice Words. Yeah. By whom? Just a... Just look it up. Okay, I'll write it in the description. <laughs> choice Words. So that's P's Choice. Hey, hey. hey. Anyway. My book, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually. We're moving on. We don't need to hear it. No. <laughs> I'm tying back into what I guess we were talking about before, but I couldn't recommend this book enough for anyone who's interested in learning about the science behind meditation or learning how to transform your inner internal world um, through meditation or anyone who's curious about understanding it and the science behind it. The neuro, uh, neuroscience is Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. He's a doctor. He is able to really break down these topics into simple English. It's really easy to read. Uh, there's also visual uh, graphics and representations. It's super, super interesting. I love it. It Pretty much for me how it reads is like... Um, psychology information like your biopsych mm. info with the brain and the uh, central nervous system and then also bringing in the actual research that he's done with meditation um and it's just lovely you know this is my passion of bringing psychology and the spiritual world together and seeing that yes we can actually um capture and research and qualify quantify this more spiritual eastern european techniques such as meditation and yoga into western world research empirical evidence-based practices so i really loved it i'm almost done i'm about to get into walking meditation which i've never done before that's intriguing so intriguing so once you get pretty good at your sitting meditations through just a daily practice and you can feel like you can just kind of shift into it because you are shifting your consciousness into a meditative consciousness once you can get really good at dipping into that um you can start doing it walking so you stand you get centered you do the heart put your hand over your heart and get centered to your heart and start building that heart intelligence which is your oneness connection with all humanity no judgment Mm -hmm. unconditional love gratitude really just being in that space of your heart and rising that vibration, right? And so you're getting comfortable. You've been here a couple of times. It's easy. You're accessing it quite easily. You're standing. You're getting into that heart space. And then you're able to, like, I would suggest being in nature somewhere quiet, maybe not through a sidewalk, but somewhere where you're kind of on your own, able to walk in with your eyes open in that meditative space. 
and apparently it's just, you know, Sounds something like a trip. else. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like 10 minutes and then you could stop or you can see if you can go back into the heart space, bring it back up again and then walk in that energy again. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I have to just give it a go. Roll with think. it for yeah. a couple of weeks. And not judge it if like, yeah. my experience wasn't perfect and yeah. I wanted it to be. But, yeah, so that's um, – I'm almost finished. Really recommend it. I love Dr. Joe. Um he did a really great podcast with Lewis Howes, which you can access on YouTube. Um, that was actually a great introduction to his work because it's about an hour long and he gets into the nitty-gritty and he's also an excellent speaker. He is just able to express his work in simple terms and I just feel like it's easy to access with him. Um, and the tips, techniques and tools that he gives in the book are you know, invaluable. So that's my book. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Highly recommend I. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Is that all you've got for me today? Well. For the crowds, the masses. The crowds. <laughs> the fans. The day bed. The day bed. Yeah, any other thoughts and feelings you want to put out on the day bed? Open, open mic. Open mic night. Moment. I'm feeling good. I feel like we've covered a good amount. Yeah. We've touched base. We're opening the space up. Getting some more topics going. Yeah. Just exploring. proud of where we are and what we're doing. Trying new things. Getting out of our comfort zone. Mm. When you're in a good place, you can make new decisions and new choices, which is really exciting. Absolutely. And we're in a great place. Let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Love and light. Love and light. Amen. All right, babes. Talk to you soon. This has been us discussions on the day bed. No, day bed discussion. Day bed discussion. Either either is fine though. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.